Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joey Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Wow. Just another incredible show today. Thank you, Judy. You've done a fine job. She is screening calls right now, toll free at 1-866-405-8405 for you. To talk to Alan Cable, our dog trainer, or Dr. Debbie, dog father, Joey Volani, we're all here for you. And uh, Stacy Cohn, working hard in the newsroom, what's going on? Well, if you're traveling to Norway, there's a new way to get from your airport to this cool hotel. Oh. And it's by dog sled. <laughs> wow. It's pretty neat, though. I mean, it's a, it's a little expensive to take this trip, but uh, it's also something very different. And I'll tell you all the details coming up on Animal Radio News. Today on the show, we have a real-life certified cat detective. I'm, I'm not sure what that means. Is it? <laughs> How do you get certified being a cat What does detective? she do? She finds lost cats. Oh, she looks for lost animals. Lost, lost cats. cats. Lost cats. Yes. Okay, well, that's cool. If you've ever lost your cat or planning on losing one, listen. Uh, we'll have Kim Freeman on. She'll tell you how to find them once you've lost them. Also, the Book of Odds, Amran Shapiro will be on. He's going to tell us the odds, all kinds of animal odds. I'm glad someone's put together a Book of Odds, finally. It was needed. It really was. A uh, little bathroom reading here at the old studios. I noticed one copy was actually in the... Uh, yeah, I want to know what the odds are of having a Book of Odds. I want to know what the odds are that someone has a book in the bathroom. Oh, I know in my bathroom, here. it's a lot. There's big odds oh, of that. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of stuff in the bathroom. I mean, you got to have... That's where flagged. I do all my best work right there. And that's actually where I've scoured these following articles. This one comes out of Rochester, Minnesota. You remember those big mouth Billy Basses, those uh, fish that yeah. hang Singing. on the wall that, that <laughs> Motion. sing? Yeah, when you walk by them, they would turn on. It apparently got the best of a would-be burger. Authorities in Rochester say the most activated fish apparently scared off an intruder who tried to break into a bait and tackle shop. And then it started singing, Take Me to the River, which I believe was, uh, I had one that actually sang that also. Uh-huh. Uh, the fish was found on the floor after the intruder knocked it down while breaking the door to get in. Uh, nothing was stolen. The burglar left without taking anything. Not even the big mouth Billy Bass, which I would have taken. This story comes out of the U.K., the RSPCA, which is like the ASPCA, but in the U.K., they're telling people to keep their pets indoors because of strong winds. After reports of cats being blown into the air. Flying cats. Flying cats. In the wind. Reports of cats being swept into the air by strong gusts that uh, hit the Surrey area. And now the RSPCA is calling for pet owners to keep their felines and friends inside so that they won't get blown by the high winds. Well, if so. they do, we can always call the cat detective. Uh, this story, and I may wait that's for right. Dr. Debbie on this one. Yeah, that I like the little tie in there. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. This story is, uh, I think I'll wait for Dr. Debbie on this, because I know she was very intrigued by this. Dogs may actually align themselves with the north-south axis when they go poop. According mm-hmm. to a new survey, researchers found 70 dogs uh, researched over... Uh, over 5,582 defecations. Yes, and, and yes apparently, that's absolutely true. The dogs were doing a research study on the researchers. Is that And the researchers actually would use the porta-potties, and the, those would face north-south, too. Yes? The dogs got together and said, let's face north-south and see how many idiot researchers will study us. That's how that happened. Well, I want to know what the odds are for the dog that faces east-west. He's a, he's a, <laughs> he's a rebel. Book. He's a rebel, yes. He, he really is. But I know Ladybug, she'll spin around. Yeah, but you know, I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't know if her nose 
faces north when she Well, comes. they say the reason males, the male species has better direction no. is because there's a little bit of iron in their nose that allows them to orient with true north. And they say this could be the same thing with the dogs. They're going, they're spinning around just before they go poop. And they align themselves north south. Who knows? It's another research, yeah. not, another research study from a university. Do the, the nerds get together like once a month in a room, and they're like, "What should we study this month, guys?" And of course, Let's they got our, our money to do of that. Course. Of course, it's not as exciting as last year's study when we were trying to figure out the perfect combination of eggs and, and mayonnaise and egg salad. But this one will do. Uh, last week, Judy gave me this article out of the paper about. <laughs> The Taliban adding dog napping to the list of misdeeds. They have. They got one of our dogs. They got a, a Belgian, not one of ours. Actually, it's a British dog. No, it was <laughs> ours being handled by the British. <clears throat> oh, was that it? Was it was American dog. Oh, Judy knows the story. Belgian yeah. Melanois. 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 Um, which I didn't think was really the kind of dog that you would see in the military. Well, over there, they but, almost look like German Shepherds. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They're favored smart, for their lightweight smart. and their endurance. Yeah. And their, This one was trained to parachute and repel with their handlers. Some are trained to, to sniff out explosives. Anyway, a Taliban captured this one. And, and by the way, this dog had the had stripes. It was a colonel. They actually give their dogs a rank. Yes. Believe that. doesn't know it, though. They give the dogs a higher rank than the regular service guys because they want them to treat this dog with respect. Oh, so is that this it? has a higher ranking than the regular guys in the military. Well, during basic training, that dog says, drop down and smell my butt. <laughs> the dog was outfitted with sophisticated electronic devices, and, of course, that is of big interest to the uh, to the Taliban. Now, here's the interesting thing. The use of dogs is something that the Afghans don't like because they feel that dogs oh, are, yeah. as they put them, they have a dim view of canines and worry that yep. being around the animals makes them impure. So, of course, there's a lot of fear for the safety of this particular yeah. dog. Is he still alive? He is still alive. A, a new is report he? came out uh, this morning. Uh, that's that's the Billy Big Mouth Billy Bass report. Can you give me the right one? Yeah. Uh, that he is in good health and being fed kebabs and chicken. <laughs> That's what his captors are saying. So we we hope for the fast release. Of, do, does he have a name, the Colonel? Does he have a name? Colonel Dog. Colonel Dog. I have no idea, but hopefully he'll be back and uh, we'll have good news to report on that. Let's yeah, go to the phone. That's a great way to, yes? I was just going to say that's a great way to fight terrorism there. I mean, you, you just outfit like, uh, I don't know, 100,000 dogs that are just real sweet and you send them in, you know, charge. And they when they get there, they just start licking people in friendliness, you know. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Me. What do you say we hit the phones? Toll free, 1-866-405-8405. If you don't want to ask your questions over the phones, do not fear. You can download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android and ask your question right from the app. Hey there, how's it going? I have a new game planned for Dr. Debbie today. Oh, this is cool. Mm. That's why I came yes. in today. I, was, I wasn't going to come in, but Alan said I got a new game for Dr. Debbie. Yes, it's called right. Will It Lick Me? Will It Lick Me, everyone? <laughs> So weird. First, I want to thank Dr. Debbie. I want to thank her because last week, you know, after the show, I went into the bathroom and I noticed I had a nose nugget, you know, right there. And Dr. Oh, really? Debbie never said anything. She never said a thing. Now, normally I will point those things out. I am not shy. I will tell you if you got something. I, I must have been distracted. I'm sorry. So sweet. Well, in just a couple of minutes, we're going to find out the deal. And I mentioned this earlier. Do dogs align themselves north and south to go to the bathroom? Of course, Dr. Debbie brought this up to me uh, several weeks ago, and I, I thought she was just joking. Then we got the no. research here, and uh, we're actually doing our own research here with the, the 
Pal, you don't count. I don't count? It's got to be with the dog. Mrs. Stacy Cohen, what's going on? You know how the Westminster Dog Show is, uh, you know, it's it's like the, the toddy hotty toddies of, of the dog world. It's the best of the best. It's the, you know, purebreds with lineage from Pure here brands. to tomorrow. Well, this year, they let somebody else in. Somebody <laughs> new. Somebody different. You know what? This whole world, we're everybody's becoming liberal nowadays. I'll tell you all the details coming up on Animal Radio News. There you go, Stacy Cohn. If it's news, she'll report it two or three weeks after we do. Let's hit the phones. We have Alda. Is it Alda or Alda? Olga. Olga. Hi, Olga. Olga. Olga, how are you doing today? Where are you calling from? I'm calling from South Lake Tahoe, California. I love it up there. Absolutely beautiful. What's going on? Well, it's about my cat. It, uh, I rescued her from a shelter about a year ago, uh, and they were going to euthanize her because she uh, had a sick stomach. She uh, pooped everywhere in the complex, I guess, and uh, she was a hoarder cat, and the lady that uh, adopted her brought her back because she pooped on her bed and in her, everywhere in her house. So yeah. anyway, I rescued her. I couldn't see them doing that. Well, good for you. And because uh, uh, coyotes got my two previous cats, and it just broke my heart. But anyway, I volunteered, and that's how I found her. But anyway, she, uh, just within the last four days, she's like lethargic, or I don't know if I'm saying that right, lethargic. Lethargic. She hardly moves. She She's drinking water, a lot of water. She poops a little bit. She doesn't eat very much. She only weighs six and a half pounds, and that's how much she weighed when I got her. Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't know what to do with her. I'm scared to death. I, I I didn't sleep last night because I know she's gonna pass away or something. I, she's okay. cold all the time, so I keep the heater uh, on for her, uh, you know. And um, I slept in the living room with her. Mm-hmm. So I, I I don't know what to do. She eats. Uh, she just she. I buy good food for her in the store, and then but she likes the 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 um. What do you call it? The extra, the little things that you give as a treat. She likes okay, those sure. better. Now, can I ask you, is she having any other symptoms like coughing, vomiting, any diarrhea? No, no, no. She, well, yes, when I got, well, she used to bleed uh, when she pooped all the time, and she sure um, pooped. But now she Currently, though. I mean, as far as anything currently in the last week or two. No, in the last week, uh, no, well, she had okay. a cold, a little cold a while back, but in the last week, all she, she keeps licking her mouth. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, blinking her eyes. And okay. um, I just thought, well, maybe she has a cold or symptoms of something like okay. that. Okay. So, Alda, can she can, can she stand up? Can she move around on oh, her yes, own? She does, but she's doing it so slowly, and she doesn't sleep okay. in my bed the last four days. She comes in the living room and sleeps there. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you, Alda, it, this is definitely a situation where um, I really recommend you taking this kitty to a veterinarian. Oh, um, yeah. The reason, the reason is, is because there can be so many things we could be missing if I start giving you suggestions on what you can do at home oh. to help an ailing cat. Um, when there can be so much that a, a veterinarian can gain from a physical exam, and in many cases that can help um, give us an idea of what direction we need to go. Um, as far as you now, you mentioned the licking of the mouth. 
Sometimes cats will do that when they're nauseated. Sometimes they can do that when they have dental problems. And and sometimes it can happen um, just with some other types of oral disease or, or ulcers that could even be going on. So as a veterinarian, I can tell you, just making that list of things that could be causing any one of those symptoms, I, I would really need to see your kitty. And that's a very, very important step in kind of deciding where we can go from there. And I understand not, you know, some folks may not say, oh, Dr. Debbie, you always want to run tests. And, you know, I do because <laughs> that's how we figure out some things. But really, the best value in veterinary medicine is that FaceTime, that physical exam with your veterinarian. So that would be the first thing I would start with. But if I have a kitty that especially comes from a kind of a rescue back, Background that has these symptoms, I want to make sure that we talk about viral testing them because things like kitty leukemia and kitty AIDS can be kind of a slow onset type problem and they can definitely cause lethargy, problems with eating, respiratory infections, a lot of other things. So that would be something to think about and talk to your veterinarian about. Now, and then from there, depending on what they think or what they feel where we might be going if we want to try some symptomatic therapy, um, some simple things we can try. Like um, for me, I will try just something as simple as uh, taking really stinky canned cat food. The fish flavors are kind of my favorite and just kind of zapping that on the microwave on a low setting just to get a little steamy and get the odor going. And, and for cats that are having trouble eating, sometimes that helps kind of stimulate their appetite. And especially if they're congested or having a respiratory problem, they might not be smelling so good. So that can help them smell their food. This is wet um, then, cat food. I've never fed her wet cat food, but is that what you're you're saying? Yeah, yeah, I would say if your kitty is not eating anything for several days, that is, that's when we pull out the cat food in the canned cat food. <laughs> so okay, yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and some other simple things, you know, veterinarians will try when we try kind of what we call outpatient care for um, not eating or dehydration. We might administer some subcutaneous fluids under the skin and do that either in the office setting or some folks can be trained to do that at home. So that can be a supportive step. Um, some other things, um, we do have appetite stimulants, um, one called mirtazapine I use a lot with cats. And uh, if they're eating, not eating from a variety of problems, kidney problems, um, other medical issues, we might try a medication like that, and it can help to stimulate the appetite of a kitty who's not feeling so well. Um, but even other simple things like dewormings, um, you know, pretty cheap, inexpensive, and simple to do. So if we have a cat that's just not thriving. Yeah, she's Those not are, functioning, oh. but just up till four days ago. Yeah. Um, well, like you know, the, the important thing that I'd want you to know, any all of our listeners, if a cat stops eating for three days, if they stop eating everything, they can go into liver failure. So it is very important we not delay when cats stop eating. I heard um, you so, say that. I've been listening yeah. to you. I, we don't have you in Lake Tahoe anymore, or at least I don't know what station you're on anymore. <laughs> I haven't heard you for almost a, six months to a year. We've actually switched stations over there, and I'll, I'll tell you about it. There's a list over at AnimalRadio.com, but I think the important thing is it probably should go to the to the vet, don't you think, Doc? Yeah, 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 yeah. And and I can I can sense in your side that you're like, oh, I didn't want to have to do that, but but I really, I I have to be the advocate for your kitty. Yeah. And and if ever a kitty needed to see a vet, just to, so you know where you're at and what you can right. and can't do to try to nurse her along. And I think that's very important, and that'll empower you. So what you how you can better help. All right, Dr. Debbie, I will. I wrote these things down, and so I'll proceed. Okay. Okay. Thank you for your call, Olga. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405, calling from South Lake Tahoe. Uh, Don't forget, you can get Dr. Debbie's books. Where's the list? I can't believe it. (laughs) 
Can't believe you don't have it memorized. Don't have it memorized. Right now. Memorized. Oh, my, my God. Okay, what are they? What are they, Ellen? What are they? What are, what are uh, how to be your dog's best friend? Uh, Chichus, uh, Chihuahua terriers, and uh, <laughs> subterranean beef owls. Yeah. You see what I'm suffering there with? Uh, Yorkshire terriers, Shih Tzus, pugs, and mini schnauzers, and these are four areas that Doctor Debbie is focused on, and she has done a fine job. I don't know what she's doing with animal radio because let me tell you, she is a much better writer than I will ever profess to think that I could possibly even in my dreams think I would be. Don't know. Well, she needs a lot of attention. That's why she's here. She needs a lot of attention. She needs attention. How to be your dog's so. best friend? <laughs> You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten. And I'm Jimmy Van Patten. And we're here to talk to you about our new line of alpha grain-free dog and cat formulas. And we've been the leaders in grain-free nutrition with our LID formulas before grain-free became a trend. Our new grain-free alpha formulas combine multiple high-quality proteins at balanced levels with unique fruits and vegetables for vitamins and antioxidants. For more information on alpha and all of my dog and cat food formulas, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. Hey, girl, I missed you so much. Give me a yuck. Ooh, Max, your breath. Love stinks. Love stinks. Don't let bad doggy breath come between you and your pooch. Try Nutrident Complete from Nylabone, the all-natural dental treat that's clinically proven to clean teeth better than weekly brushing. That's because Nutrident Complete's unique 360-degree scrubbing nubs fight built-up plaque and tartar, the number one cause of doggy breath. Nylabone Nutrident and Nutrident Complete. Cleans like a brush, tastes like a treat. Available at PetSmart. To learn more about Nutrident and save money, visit Nylabone.com. That's N-Y-L-A-B-O-N-E.com. Nylabone.com. Looking for a natural solution to litter box odors? Try Sweet Scoop, the natural clumping litter that stops odors instantly, clumps fast and firm, and tracks less around the house. Unlike clay litters that are mined and never decompose, it's chemical-free and 100% biodegradable. Sweet Scoop lasts longer than other clumping litters, and thanks to their patented process, Sweet Scoop works continuously to neutralize litter box odors, no matter how many cats you own. Learn more at www.sweetscoop.com. This is Animal Radio, baby. 1-866-405-8405 is the number to our dream team. Who is that dream team, you say? Dog father Joey Volani, dog trainer Alan Cable, and Dr. Debbie. Let's take one for Dr. Debbie. We have Robert on the phone. Welcome to the show, Robert. Hello. What's going on? Hello. I can barely hear you. Take your take your hand off the speaker on your phone. Your mouth. Uh, let me take off the Bluetooth stand. Okay. Hold on. Those damn Bluetooth. They, they're supposed to help us out, but I can't get mine to work. Okay. There's always you, trouble. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, what's going on? Oh, okay. My Akita, she, well, in the last two weeks, she's starting to bleed after she used the restroom. Hmm. Now the blood is in the urine now. And, well, she had a problem when she was one year old. 
and they found out she had a weak liver, and they put her on that LD prescription diet food. And okay. I was just trying to figure out if she if she have an infection or just probably because of her liver. Okay. Now I got to ask: Is she is this gal spayed? Yes. Okay. So good. That eliminates the in heat kind of part of the question there. So. Yeah. You know what, the number one thing that I, I would think about with a doggy that has a history of a liver problem, especially one that's severe enough where we're talking about nutritional control with such a diet such as that, which is a low-protein diet, uh, the main thing that comes to mind is bladder stones. And um, there's all sorts of different types of bladder stones that are out there, but there are certain types that we see more commonly in pets that have a liver dysfunction, um, typically urate-based stones. That's the kind that they often get. So definitely, I would say this would be something that if she's passing blood regularly, it is something we need to look into. And the way that I would do that would be, one, to collect a urine sample, but two, it might involve even taking some x-rays of her bladder area to see. Um, Because if it is that, we need to deal with those suckers because they ain't going to go anywhere on their own uh, if they're formed and if they're in that bladder. And that's just just a source of discomfort and infection in itself. If you think about the bladder, it's basically just a big sack, and it holds that urine. If we have anything bopping around in there, like stones or crystals, it's just kind of creating more and more irritation and more opportunity for infection to, to happen. So um, I would definitely get this baby checked out and, uh, you know, see if that is, the, in fact, the my suspicion is correct there. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I was going to get ready to take her Monday, and they wanted to do another blood test on her. So she can renew her LD prescription diet uh, mm-hmm. food. So I get them to do the X-rays too. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and that's good. I'm glad to hear that you're, you know, doing some follow-up lab work because we always watch, you know, those patients with liver problems. And, and does she seem to be holding her weight okay, eating okay, all that stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very she good. just, she just have a, you know, this motion of going to the restroom, but she don't really go to the restroom after the first time. Then mm-hmm. little cup drops of blood come out. And you know she just squatting there for a couple of seconds. Oh goodness! Well, let's hope it's let's hope it's just a urinary infection because that could certainly have a much easier start and stop and ending point than if we do have any kind of stone. So, my best wishes to you and let us know how things turn out there at the doc's office. Uh, this is Doctor Debbie. We're here to take your calls at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. We've talked about Stella and Chewy's family of freeze-dried and frozen dinners for dogs. Now we're pleased to share two new exotic dinner additions, Simply Venison and Absolutely Rabbit. Both are made with 90% single-source protein and enhanced with organic fruits and vegetables. Each are fortified with vitamins, minerals, and probiotics to be 100% complete and balanced. Stella and Chewy's, the official food of Ladybug, Animal Radio Studio Stunt Dog. Only the good stuff. For more information, go to Stella and Chewy's. When you do your taxes with TurboTax Federal Free Edition, your federal return is free. And now with TurboTax, you can use your federal refund to buy a gift card worth that much plus 5%. That means you get your refund plus new running shoes or your refund plus binoculars or your refund plus lots of things because it's your plus, your very own plus to do whatever your tax-doing heart desires. Simple returns only. Offer details at TurboTax.com. 
Intuit TurboTax. It's amazing what you're capable of. Need a vacation, but it's just not in the budget? Well, thanks to our biggest sale of the year, spend six days, five nights, all-inclusive at the fabulous Via del Palmar Resort in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. All the sand and sunshine with meals and cocktails included for just $3.99. Just $3.99 per couple, not per person. Plus, two kids stay free. This is paradise. Crystal blue water, beautiful beaches, amazing amenities. You and the kids, meals and cocktails included all just $3.99 save over $1,200 visit Cabo399.com or call right now 888-475-9098 that's 888-475-9098 at this price the sale won't last long call 888-475-9098 special terms and conditions apply visit Cabo399.com and travel anytime in the next 12 months call right now 888-475-9098 that's 888-475-9098 This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Drs. Foster & Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com. I'm Stacey Cohen for Animal Radio. The airport in Norway has found a creative way to accommodate travelers in the winter. The airport and a local hotel have teamed up together and they've launched this new dog sled taxi service. What it is, is the dogs ferry travelers from the airport to the snow hotel. It's about a 45-minute sled ride. The hotel's chief executive hopped on one of the inaugural sled trips and said it was great. The service hasn't been easy to launch, they said, because the partners had to get permission from Norway's defense services, local authorities, as well as, you know, animal rights groups. But the sled service is fully working now, and if you do want to take that sled trip instead of a taxi... Okay, just uh, just as your budget goes here, I want to give you some advice. The sled trip's $300, and the taxi's 5 bucks. but you decide. A new study from a developmental psychologist at Tufts University has found that young people who take care of a pet tend to have stronger social relationships and bonds to their communities. The findings suggest that it may not be whether an animal is present in an individual's life that's the most significant, but rather the quality of that relationship. Megan Mueller did the study, and it was published in the Journal of Applied Developmental Science. Well, this is a different kind of birthday party. It's very cool for an eight-year-old girl. You've all seen those videos on TV. It's the commercial of um, adopt a, a dog or something in an animal shelter. And the dog, you look at the dog, and it's pretty much crying when you look at it. It's like in the cage, and it looks so depressed. Uh, it, it just, it's an awful thing to watch. And then they play this song that makes it worse. I know you're going to recognize it. Yes, that one. You want to let every dog into your house when you see this. Anyway, Amaya Van Order saw this and it really touched her heart. And she had a great idea for her birthday party. For her eighth birthday, she had all of her friends bring dog food and cat food instead of presents. And her and her dad went down to the animal shelter in Jacksonville, Florida, the Humane Society on Beach Boulevard. And they deliver all this. And that was um, that was her birthday gift to all the animals. And if we listen to this song anymore, we're all going to be having more pets in our homes. Okay, the Westminster Dog Show, you're familiar with that. You know how they always have purebreds. It's like the, you know, hottie toddies of the dog world. Well, this year, they decided to do something different. They're doing an agility trial, and they're allowing mixed breeds in. 
it's, you know, it's kind of like the gay dogs of the world are able to come into the um, Westminster Dog Show. It's a big deal. It's the first thing that they've ever done. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. And um, mixed breeds are becoming, a, a you know, the, a lot of categories. They've got the uh, Labradoodles and the Rat Terriers and all these other different kinds of things. I'm Stacy Cohen. <laughs> oh, get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterAndSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. Suffering from allergy congestion? On my nature walks, I couldn't smell the flowers or breathe in the fresh spring air. Then I discovered Allegra D. Allegra D decongests and depressurizes with a fast, non-drowsy antihistamine, plus a powerful decongestant for 24 hours of congestion-free breathing. Now I don't just appreciate nature. I breathe it all in. Allegra D. Stop suffering. Start breathing. Look for Allegra D at the pharmacy counter. Starts working in one hour. Use only as directed. Visit Allegra.com. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. When you do your taxes with TurboTax Federal Free Edition, your federal return is free. And now, with TurboTax, you can use your federal refund to buy a gift card worth that much plus 5%. That means you get your refund plus new running shoes, or your refund plus binoculars, or your refund plus lots of things, because it's your plus, your very own plus, to do whatever your tax-doing heart desires. Simple returns only. Offer details at TurboTax.com. Intuit TurboTax. It's amazing what you're capable of. Animal Radio toll free 1-866-405-8405 to the Dream Team Joey Volani back this week thank you so much I know you missed him last week happy to be here we always miss you you know what? I know you take a good swing, but you always miss. Yeah. Well, odds of you not being here are really <laughs> one in about forty-five. You, you're pretty much. You show up almost pretty most times. Yes. And uh, Doctor no. Debbie, you know, she ranks up there also. Yes. Not only did Joey show up, he is definitely taking part in the uh, wear your wedding dress to work day. I love that. I know. You know, I was going to do the same thing, but I was afraid that someone else would have the same wedding dress. Oh but, yeah, uh, you don't want that. Uh, I didn't want to do that. But yes, Joey, you look very good today. Is that I noticed? It's not really white. It's sort of like an off-white, kind of a beige color. Not, yeah. not your first marriage, I assume. No, no, not my first marriage. You know, he cleans it with polydent. It's, it's actually, it's actually the yellowing. Um, it's actually the yellowing that's been sitting in my, um, you know, in my attic um, for the past 13 years. So 
Well, I could tell you how to get that out, but that's another show. So let's get on with this <laughs> yeah. one. Okay. Listen, the Book of Odds came across my desk here, and it's an interesting book, which looks like it took forever to put together. And we have the author on the phone. Amram Shapiro is, is with us. Hi, Amram. How are you doing? Uh, hi. Uh, is this Hal? Th- this is Hal. And to my right here is Alan Cable. To my left, uh, Joey Volani, and then Judy over here. Oh, my God. Uh, I, okay. Well, hello to you all. You don't have to remember our names. Hello, hello. Odds I, are you probably won't remember all of our names. <laughs> I love this guy. He's overwhelmed. He's well, not, overwhelmed by us. Uh, he can't get overwhelmed easily because he's put together a lot of these. Uh, first of all, tell us why you decided to put together, and then we'll, we'll tie it in with the whole animal thing. Why did you well, for, decide to? First, to, you, you know, your, your instinct is, is really correct, Al. Um, uh, this book is, was really the product of a project that started in 2006 in which we said, hey, you know, no, nobody's ever created a, a dictionary of the odds of everyday life. And wouldn't it be helpful if people could really understand, if they get told something, you know, what the odds are, uh, you know, in, in terms they could relate to? You know, maybe, you know, maybe the odds you have a dog, you know, would help you, un- you know, would help you understand whether you should have a medical procedure, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Well, a so, dictionary, though, is something that can pretty much stand the test of time here, but I would imagine these odds would change with um, how society and culture is at the time. Well, absolutely. Some of them, um, some of them are very stable. Um, some of them you only get to collect every now and again because certain studies are only done. Uh, periodically, uh, and, um, and, and some of them, you know, uh, w- when they change, it's really a, a, an important thing to know. In our ultimate vision, these odds would be, uh, global. They'd have, they'd be, um, you know, uh, for every year. Uh, and, and so w- we decided we had to start in a big way and we created 400,000 of them wow. over a period of three years. It was about 50 man years of work, about the equivalent of, of creating, uh, the Webster Dictionary. Here's one of my favorite parts in the book is the Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt household <laughs> book of odds, which uh, includes the odds dollars spent at the box office will be for a movie with Angelina Jolie in it. It would be one in 86. Really? Uh, so you've really done your research, but now let's let's tip it towards the animals and sure. uh, talk a little bit about the odds of our animals, since it is an animal show. Of course. Well, you know, um, I, th- I think one of the things we found out is that is that, is that Americans just have an incredible love affair with their pets, and so when you when you start looking just at the issue of pets, it's it's just it's really fascinating. You know, at the end of the day, uh, uh, just about the top thing that people do to unwind after the stresses of the day is play with their pets. Of course, uh, they only they. Don't, I mean, they only hug their children, uh, and that's about one in three point one. They hug their children one in seven point seven. So, wow. so they're twice as likely to to hug Fido than they are um, uh, their 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 difficult adolescent. When I was a kid, I was frightened of dogs. I'll tell you that right. And I don't think I was the only one that no, was no. frightened frightened of dogs. What are the uh, what are the odds someone's going to be afraid of dogs or afraid of cats? You know, uh, 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 you get a, you, you get an interesting difference between uh, men and women. Uh, a man, men about one in fourteen, are afraid of dogs, and women about twice as often. Oh, really? Um, yeah, about one in one in seven. One I would have thought seven. the op. Well, I mean, there's something so interesting about uh, comparing the genders. I, you know, and and so throughout the books, we book we have what we call uh, uh, gender wars, where we where we compare the odds of men and women on all kinds of things, and uh, you know they, they surprise you. You know, I mean. When, when we when we discovered that men take showers more often than women, that's surprising. What? 
Really? Is that true? It's true, yeah. So, I, yeah. I would because they're out cheating and they have to run home and take showers before they give it their wives. That's <laughs> oh, what wow. I get wow. it. You, you're doing just exactly the right thing, which is, you know, when you, when you encounter something that's counterintuitive, you know, Judy, you ask yourself, well, why could that be? Exactly. And then the next thing you know, you're really into, into something interesting. <laughs> the thing people are, uh, are most afraid of yes. um, is snakes. Six. And Six. One and two. One and two. Fifty percent of us. Me too. Are, are uh, really afraid of snakes. Now I'm really afraid of bees and hornets. What are the odds that I'll actually be bit by one? Stung well, now. you know, the odds of being stung are about one in one in about one in five point five million. One in six million. One so, in six million. So, so really, no, bees are our less, friends. A lot less likely. But you know, uh, you know, because because some people are allergic, and 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 you can you know you can. Uh, you know, you can face uh, anaphylactic shock. You know, it's a, it, it's, it's a thing to be concerned about. But, well, uh, so let me get this straight here. You have better odds of being hit by lightning than you do being bit by a wasp or a bee? Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, that's exactly right. The odds of being bit, struck by lightning, about one in a million. So um, bees don't, it, bees don't mess with you? The lightning strikes, though, is that, uh, is that 90% of the time, or one in one point one, you know, people recover. Uh, the, the being killed is, is rare, both by lightning and sharks. Um, and uh, and one and just to put that in perspective, you know, the, one in one in one point one, which is the odds you'll survive a lightning strike, are the same odds that that a household has a Bible, um, the same odds that a piece of American currency has traces of cocaine on it. <laughs> Wow. And the same odds that you're right-handed. So wow. for those of you that live in Michigan, I know we have a, a big contingent of listeners in Michigan. You probably may have been in a wreck involved a, de- involved a deer. You know, there are a lot of deers crossing the road over there. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. yeah, you betcha. Yeah, you, you betcha. betcha. <laughs> what, what are the odds of hitting a deer in Michigan, actually? Well, you know, in Michigan, it's one in 5.3. Oh, so, wow. So, so that is wow. To say, that is to say, now you, you've always got to make sure you know what you're, you're measuring. So the odds that a collision in Michigan will involve a deer. Okay. So it's okay. the car. So, so out of all the, you know, so what you're saying is, you know, there are, you know, a little, a little less than 20% of them all involve a deer. And most of the time, people are not hurt. Um, of course, you know, the, all these animals are crossing the road because their habitat is, is being crossed by, by our highways. And, um, uh, and we, we, we Wait, you know so what? you're saying the chicken didn't actually cross the road, the road crossed in front of the chicken, is what you're uh, saying? You, you know, that, that's a good one. I can do <laughs> I think we could all use that one. Um. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. Hi, this is Iron Chef Cat Cora on Animal Radio. Please adopt a pet. It's Animal Radio, and we are with the very fascinating... I'm Rem Shapiro, who has written a book called The Book of Odds, with some pretty fascinating odds, many of them having to do with animals. What fascinating is road roadkill, believe it or not, as a, as a hobby. I mean, th- there there are books, you know, there are like the Audubon books for birders. Really? Um, there are books that help you identify the splat on the road. What is that splat? I saw that book. Oh. Wow. That's a great book, man. <laughs> That's right. Well, there is a Dr. Splat, whom we interviewed. <laughs> and you know deer, and of course you know everyone everyone knows about the deer and everything else. But more than fifty percent of all roadkill are gray squirrels. 
Really, those they're confused. Those daring little, they're just. I think they're playing chicken because they always happen just before I pass. They'll run like. Well, sitting there waiting. I I really don't. I don't think the gray squirrels get it because it seems to me they always run out into the road, wiggle their tails, and then turn back and go in the other direction, which is the dumb thing to do. So, but that's what the deers do. The deers are the dumbest thing. That you know, the road is empty. There's nobody coming. And here you come in your one lone car with your headlights on. And what does the deer do? Does he wait for you to pass? No. He runs out right then and there, so he's going to get killed. That's what he does. They're playing and chicken. Yet, and yet guys go into the woods. Oh, it's deer opener. Got to go in the woods. And they come back without a deer. And I'm like, how can that be? How can that be? <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> you're, you're quite right. You're quite right. This is a great book, and I'd like to go ahead and give out a few copies right now. How many do we have? Uh, we have ten, nine. Nine copies. Nine, I'm keeping that one. Okay, nine copies to give away at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Otherwise, head on over to your bookstore or Amazon and ask for the Book of Odds from Lightning Strikes to Love at First Sight, The Odds of Everyday Life. Amram Shapiro, the author, I, I want to mention that you did work with Louise Firth Campbell and Rosalind Wright. That, of I course, did. makes up your 50 years of experience. And the website is bookofodds.com. Yeah. Well, the, uh, the website, I'm sorry, is, is 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 down right now. But but we what do are the have odds? a Facebook page, <laughs> which is full of great stuff, and uh, and also a Twitter uh, Twitter account. Well, get that account back up there. Get that website back up there. Thank you so much for hanging with us. We're going to have to do it again sometime. Well, you know, I'd enjoy it, and as you can tell, we have lots of subjects, and my God, there are a lot of animals we haven't covered. <laughs> we'll do it again sometime. Okay, thank you very much, both of you, for having us and giving out our books. Of course. Yeah, Thanks, thank Amran. You. You, you know, I was I was wondering something now. Um, why do we say Why do we say they play chicken? We should say they play deer. Obviously, yeah. it fits more. You're so dumb. Did I ever tell you guys I was riding down the road? True story. Riding down the road in Utah. I see 20 guys with orange vests on the side of the road going into the woods, you know, because it's deer opener. I'm not lying. This is true. Less than a mile up the road, there are about 35 deer right there on the side of the highway. (laughs) These guys are heading into the woods, you know, and they're going to go deep into the woods to get the deer. And here the deer are sitting there on the side of the highway. Hiding in plain sight. But I, I like that book where you can tell what kind of an attorney you've hit with your car just by the splatter on the road. That's a good one. I saw That's a bestseller, isn't it? Yeah. Your accident attorney has like a, it's like a flat, squishy look, you know. And your personal injury attorney, he refuses to die. <laughs> this is a Bastion nose from chasing ambulances. Ambulances. Ambulances? You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Hi, this is Paul Reiser, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Every minute you're here... You're not harming someone else. I don't know what that means. <laughs> if it's usable, use it. Otherwise, cut it and get out. <laughs> you brought your damn bird to work again. Listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep the bird here. If that's all right. I don't want to bring the bird home. I don't think so. <laughs> what do you got coming on the show today? I'm going to talk about how to um, keep your shedding cat's hair down and things that you could do in a household. Um to um, reduce the amount of shedding. Yes, and then... (laughs) She's just saying hello. Animal Radio wouldn't be possible without the fine folks like Stella and Chewy's who make it possible. And they want you to check out their brand new intro pack. This is a great way to test the flavors they have on your pup. Check out the Chewy's Chicken Dinner, the Simply Venison Dinner, the Stella Super Beef, the Duck Duck Goose, and the Phenomenal Pheasant, all $3.99. 
where Stella and Chewies is sold. And be sure to check out their website at stellanchewies.com. Let's see. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Catch a tiger by my toe. How about Ginger? Hey, Ginger. Hi. How Hi. are you? Good. How are you doing? Where are you calling from today? Uh, Frisco, Texas. Frisco? What's going on? How can we help you today? Okay. Well, we have this gorgeous dog that we adopted that we love a lot. He's a part uh, wire hair terrier, part something. <laughs> Dachshund, we think. <laughs> and <laughs> he's precious, but he's decided that he is now the big protector. We have a pack. We have two chihuahuas on top of this. And um, so he thinks he's the big protector. So anytime anything moves outside or around our house, he goes into a barking rampage. And even when we come into the garage, you know, when somebody comes home, he usually leaves the pack in a barking rampage. So we, you know, we've got neighbors all around us. So far, we haven't gotten any citations, but we feel as if someday we will because he's just, it's just irritating, and he may do it while we're talking. But um, we have a dog board, so we let him, you know, we let them go in and out when the weather's nice on their own free will, and so he'll take off and tear up and down the fence and just bark up a storm. So we've actually seen those barking collars. Uh, the ones that electrocute them when they bark, and we thought about getting one of those to use it as a teaching tool, but just looking for suggestions before we go that route. Well, you know, I'm I'm so glad you called because you're a very intelligent woman. I can tell just by hearing you speak. And the best teaching tool is you and your family. And like I always say, I'm not there to see. I'm not there to see what you're doing. If you're consistent with rules and structure, if your family is consistent with rules and structure, if you're setting boundaries, I can tell by what you're telling me that you're not. So this dog, basically, there's a couple of things here. They're very energetic dogs. The terriers are very, very energetic dogs. They need to be exercised. That's the first and foremost, most important thing. If they're not getting fulfilled, they're seeking excitement. So that dog's excitement is when you let him out, that's his excitement. That's his fulfillment. He's going to bark at everything that moves because it makes him feel good, makes him feel happy. It gets his energy out. That's his fulfillment. So you've got to change his fulfillment by taking an active part in his exercise. Just letting him out in the yard is not enough. You've got to walk that dog. Discipline, structure, rules, and you you being in charge of your dogs and you being the leader always starts at the end of a leash. That is the first place you start is walking your dog properly, making sure your dog is at your side. And it's very hard to teach a terrier to walk on a leash. you got to be patient and you've got to be firm. So you've got to be willing to walk your dog on that leash. And then when you let the dog outside, you've got to immediately intercede. You've got to immediately step in when that behavior comes out. So first, the first step is to tire your dog out with exercise. The second step is to know, okay, I'm going to let my dog out now. I'm going to let my husband let the dog out. As soon as he makes a move to act like that, you herd him away from the fence. You take the space away. The quickest way to stop the barking, in other words, let's say your dog was a dog that jumped on the couch and barked out the window at everybody who walked by. The best thing to do is just take that space away. So as soon as your dog jumps up on the couch, makes his move to start barking at grandma walking by, you get up on the couch, you get right next to him, and you actually push him out of the way. You as the leader, push him out of the way. You take that space away and you make that space off limits. 
Okay? And as soon as you do that in the yard, you take the space away where the dog runs up to the fence and starts barking. You start taking that space away. You're telling your dog, hey, I'm the leader here. I'm in charge. These are the rules. And as soon as your dog starts to obey those rules and you're tiring him out with energy, with exercise, you're going to praise your dog for doing whatever it is you want him to do, for giving you the right behavior. So you use very, very strong leadership techniques to take control. And then when your dog's doing what you want, you give the dog praise. But the first step is to tire that dog out every day, either with a long walk or actively playing with that dog. You've got to tire him out. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And we used to walk him uh, probably at least a mile every evening, but we actually have quit doing that. So, And his... his uh, excitement level has gotten to be more so around here. So Yeah, and is- I know, you know, you get tired, you come home from work. Think of it like this. Think of it like this. Your dog is just like your kids. Uh, they have needs. And if they don't get their needs satisfied, they're going to find ways to satisfy their needs themselves, which is what you don't want as a leader. You want to be in charge of taking care of your dog. And the first and foremost things that dogs need besides being socialized, they need exercise. They need exercise to the point where they're tired. And then they need structure. They need rules and regulations. They need to know what's expected of them. And the whole family has to adhere to those rules and regulations. And then the last thing they need, and, and, and most people think it's the most important thing, but it's the least most important thing, is affection. You only give a dog affection when they're calm, laying there, mellow. You never give an excited dog affection because what you're saying is, hey, I love this behavior. I love when you jump on me and, and hump my arm and bite me. It's wonderful. Good dog. So you don't want to give a dog like that affection. You want to correct and ignore. And once you start to exercise that dog and walk that dog, tire that dog out, and take the space away and teach the dog, no, 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 I don't want you doing that, everything will work itself out. But it takes time, it takes patience, it takes consistency, it takes a strong uh, uh, leader, and you have to be committed, a strong, committed leader, and your family has to do the same thing. Okay, let me ask you one question. Um, say, so he shoots out the door like a bullet, runs out to the fence, and starts... That's a problem. Okay, that's a problem. He shouldn't be allowed to shoot out the door like a bullet. The only one who shoots out the door is you. Firstly, your dog never enters the house first. He never leaves the house first. So you put him on a leash, and you teach him to sit. You step outside. Then you give him permission to go outside. And the trigger is, when you open the door, he's already hemped up on energy. He's excited because that's his trigger. He knows he's going to charge the fence and bark. So you've got to step in and nip that in the bud. So in other you words, go outside. We'll the door and not use the door dog door anymore to train. Ex- exactly. You do not use that dog door until the dog has been taught to be calm and mellow in the yard. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joey Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Welcome, my friend. This hour, we're going to talk to Kim Freeman. She is a certified cat detective. Certified? Maybe she's certified. By the school of Ace Ventura. <laughs> no, I'm, I certified her. I, I'm, a, I'm a certified certifier. So That's I what cert- you're doing lately. A lot of people don't know that, but uh, yes. if you need any kind of certification, Ellen can get it for you pretty cheap. 
whatever it is. No, I don't get it. I actually create it. You you create no. you forge it. Is that what you do? No, no. I'm a certified certifier. Oh, certified so it, by the uh, the Institute of Certifiology. So it's really that a, I run. Authentic yeah. certification is what you got going absolutely, on. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, yes. I didn't the Institute mean... of Certification is where I'm the president of, and uh, you know I formed it myself, and I certify everybody. I certainly didn't mean to allude that you weren't. On the level yeah. with your certification. Don't insult my business. Don't don't insult that. my my credibility, my business, my credentials. <laughs> well, let me don't, just don't say insult. right now: if you need to be certified, head on over to Alan's website, <laughs> I'llCertifyYou.com. That's right. Get you. I w- I've always wanted to become a pilot, Alan. Can you help me with you that? You are uh, yeah, you're one hundred and seventy dollars away from certification. This this is my last show, folks. <laughs> Plus, you got to take a brief test. A brief test. How many wings does a plane have? Well, it depends. I mean, do you count each one separately and then the back wings? And then sometimes oh, they have so the little sad. side wings. That's so sad. I was, you know, that's all it would have taken to pass the test plus the 170 bucks and you failed. That's just so sad. What about some kind of doctor? I wouldn't mind being a veterinarian. <laughs> you want to be a vet? Yes. Hey, don't tread in my territory there, buddy. How many legs do a do- does a dog have? <laughs> That'll cost you $12 and you have to pass the test. <laughs> well, here, hold on. Here's your $12. What's, What's the, the test? test? Uh, the test is, if you drop a cat from three feet, will it land on its feet? It depends. If you put butter on its back. <laughs> See? There you go. There you go. Because the, the toast always lands butter side down. You know how that works? Okay, there you go. Oh, if were a vet, he would watch House to tell people what was wrong with their dogs and cats. Okay. Frankly, hey, he'd probably save an animal that way. Ladies and gentlemen, we've wasted the last five minutes of your time. You never, ever get it back. It's gone. It's. But let's let's talk to you now. one 405 8405 if you have a question for dog trainer Alan Cable, Dr. Debbie, or dog father Joey Volani. Let's hear from you now. Stacy. What are you working on? Well, you know, just like you, your pet can get really stressed out. And so what do you do when you're all stressed out? You want to hop in a bubble bath and turn the lights down low, put a little massage oil on you and have somebody massage you and a little (laughs) music and I feel better already. But you know what? Your pets deserve that, too. I am not kidding. There are some ways that you can help ease some tension in your pets. But I do have one warning about it. I'll give you that warning coming up on Animal Radio News. 1-866-405-8405. one 405 Hi, who's this? Is this Martha? Yes, it is. Hey, I wanted to make sure I got the right line here. How are you doing today, Martha? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Very good. Where are you? I'm in Kansas. You're in Kansas. Do you yeah, live Toto? Are you? <laughs> is your dog named Toto? Are you driving through? <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm... <laughs> well, we have a, a, a little bitty uh, four-pound Yorkie, but... Um, the problem we're having is with our 97-pound lab. Oh, good-sized lab there, huh? Yeah, he is. He's he's a big guy. He's not overweight, but, you know, he's he's a pretty good-sized guy. But uh, And what's he, going on with first, him? Okay, on August the 5th, he'll be nine years old. And That's my birthday. Been, oh, my goodness, yeah. he shares my good birthday. Birthdays. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. That's awesome. He's a Leo. Well, cool. <laughs> okay, we t- he's a house dog. We take him out five times a day, approximately, and that's the only time he's out. He's he's almost pure white, and we keep him shaved down, you know, so he doesn't have a lot of hair in the okay. house. But he's a beautiful. He's almost white. But here's the problem we ran into. We've fed him Ukanuba ever since he was eight weeks old, and we got him. And in the last three or four months, he's wanting to graze like a cow would on grass we take mm-hmm. him out to potty and he spends more time eating grass 
and the last time we had him shaved at the vets, which was about a month ago, uh, he said, oh, don't worry about it. And I said, well, I've always heard it. they have an upset stomach when they eat grass. But he says, not necessarily. So I wanted someone else's input on this because I, I don't want think something's going on with him that needs to be treated now. Absolutely. And I guess I have a couple questions. Um, yeah, how's his poop quality? Let's talk poop. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I mean, it's not runny. It's, uh, uh, it's solid. And, and, um, sometimes he will go twice a day, majority of time. He'll go in the morning around 6.30 and then in the evening around 6, about every 12 hours he'll go. Okay. So and, he sounds nice and regular. That's good. And then you said yeah. he never gets sick when he eats the grass. Does he ever have upset tummy problems? No. No. Okay. Yeah, and I'm going to kind of agree with your, your veterinarian because in many cases, uh, dogs basically be what we call lawnmower dogs. They just enjoy grazing. So in some cases, yes, it could be a sign that they have um, maybe parasite problems, digestive problems. But in the absence of any actual digestive upset on his end, then I'm going to lean towards that category where I think he just probably enjoys it. And, you know, we don't really know why dogs do this. You know, we always speculate that maybe there's a medical cause. Um, but, you know, in some ways, it's something that they don't really need to do anymore because they're fed a, a good diet, a well, well-balanced diet. So we don't know if this is some remnant of old behavior. So um, I guess the bottom line is if it doesn't bother him and it's not creating a disturbance, um, then I'm not worried about it either. <laughs> okay, I don't need to get him a vitamin supplement or change. We thought about changing because he's been on Ukanuma now for nine years. Does that does that hurt him to keep him on the same? Of course, once in a while, like when my husband uh, eats ice cream at night, he will save him a little bit, like a big old spoonful of ice cream. Uh-huh, okay. <laughs> it comes That's out. Not but good. I, well, a small amount in the whole scheme of things, probably not a huge problem. But I guess going to your question of do you need to change the food because he's been on that, and the answer is no. You don't have to change unless there's a problem where he's not accepting the food or we're worried that it's not agreeing with him. Um, would an experiment in changing him to a different diet be interesting? Yeah, it might be, and I might like to see what he does as far as if he eats less grass. But that just would be a decision you'd need to make if you want to make that commitment to switch him over to a new food, see how he acts. And, and see if the, the grass eating is any different. Uh, my, my thought is it probably won't change, but there's only one way to tell. You can always try a diet, uh, you know, switching over. Okay, Dr. Debbie, I appreciate your input on this because I would be right. such a wonder. The lab is a wonderful dog. Hey, I'm with you. I got two of my own at home, and and uh, I'm just happy to hear yours shares a wonderful birthday with the fine doctor here. So, <laughs> thank you <laughs> for your call, awesome. Martha. Take thank care you of yourself. Very much. Thanks you for guys listening. have a good day. You too. I want it. Don't tell me what kind of day to have. No, I'll have a great day. But thank you for calling one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Our listeners are so fun. I have so much fun with them. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by FlexRx. Like people, as dogs get older, arthritis is the most common problem that they face. And, and FlexRx doesn't just mask those symptoms. It restores natural joint function. FlexRx, it is available at Pet Supplies Plus, And you can get a $10 off coupon over at AnimalRadio.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405.
It's Alan Kibble, and I'm so grateful to have a chance to talk to the world's best audience. I know you care about your dogs. Some of you care a little bit too much. (laughs) Like the lady I was helping last week. While I was over at her house, she cut off a piece of cheese for herself, and while she was munching on it, her dog was fixated right on her face, sitting about two feet from us. She proceeded to feed that dog the whole six-ounce package of cheese. I was trying to explain to her why that's not such a good idea. And there's many reasons. But here's the amazing part. Less than 20 minutes later, the dog threw up all over the place. She started telling me that he throws up every day. I asked her why she thinks he does that. And she told me he has a very delicate system. My next question was, what other things do you feed him? Oh, there's all kinds of stuff. Cheetos, potato chips, egg salad, just about everything she eats. She told me... He won't eat his dog food. (laughs) I laugh at it because of the absurdity. You know, the fact is she's taking years off her dog's life. And I politely told her I probably couldn't help her and I left. Some folks get dogs to fill holes in their lives. Maybe they're lonely or they suffered a loss. But it's so important to understand that dogs have needs too. Think of yourself as your dog's teacher and leader. Because your dog needs you to be those two things very, very much. If you have a dog or before you ever go out to get one, spend as much time as you can reading about dog behavior. Learning what it takes for a dog to be mellow, calm, and happy. Well-adjusted. Knowing when your dog is anxious and fearful. And what to do about it. When I was out with my dog two days ago, a woman said, that's what I want. I want a big, loyal dog. I smiled and I couldn't help but think to myself, I wonder if she knows what it takes to get one. The knowledge, the time, and the commitment. Does she know about those things and is she prepared for it? All too often, the answer is no. Many, many dog owners don't understand what their dogs are trying to tell them, and they don't know how to teach their dogs. The good news is anybody can learn because there's tons of information available. You just have to go and look for it. If you make the commitment to be a great dog leader, you're going to have a great dog. Get more tips at AnimalRadio.com. For dogs, like people, arthritis is the most common health problem, and joints are stressed even more with increased activity in summer. FlexRx is a new way to safely and effectively treat canine joint health problems. All-natural FlexRx doesn't mask symptoms like other products. It's clinically proven to restore healthy joint function. With FlexRx, your dogs can enjoy an improved quality of life they've earned and deserve. FlexRx is available at Pet Supplies Plus or visit ProLabsPets.com. Hey, girl, I missed you so much. Give me a yuck. Ooh, Max, your breath. Love stinks. Love stinks. Don't let bad doggy breath come between you and your pooch. Try Nutrident Complete from Nylabone, the all-natural dental treat that's clinically proven to clean teeth better than weekly brushing. That's because Nutrident Complete's unique 360-degree scrubbing nubs fight built-up plaque and tartar, the number one cause of doggy breath. Nylabone Nutrident and Nutrident Complete. Cleans like a brush, tastes like a treat. Available at Petco. To learn more about Nutrident and save money, visit Nylabone.com. That's N-Y-L-A-B-O-N-E.com. Nylabone.com. Suffering from allergy congestion? On my nature walks, I couldn't smell the flowers or breathe in the fresh spring air. Then I discovered Allegra D. Allegra D decongests and depressurizes with a fast, non-drowsy antihistamine, plus a powerful decongestant for 24 hours of congestion-free breathing. Now I don't just appreciate nature. I breathe it all in. Allegra D. Stop suffering. Start breathing. (sighs) Look for Allegra D at the pharmacy counter. Starts working in one hour. Use only as directed. Visit Allegra.com. 
You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more. I want to thank the folks over at Kitty Gogo for sponsoring Animal Radio. Kitty Gogo, a great name for a kitty litter that's not your traditional litter. I'll tell you that right now. When I first saw it here at the Animal Radio studios, I didn't exactly know what it was. It doesn't look like a litter box. It sure all. doesn't. It really does. It covers the litter. The main one we have in the studio has polka dots. But you can choose from the metallic silver, the leopard print, or the polka dots, the flower prints, the burl wood, or the black lacquer, all part of the choices that make this litter so beautiful. It just blends into your decor. People don't even see it when they first walk into a room. If you live in a small place where a kitty litter might otherwise be an eyesore, check this out. Kitty Agogo, real simple to clean. All you need to do is simply pull out the litter tray, pull the rake forward, and, and scoop the clumps into a waste receptacle. That easy. All parts are made of the highest quality injection molded, stain-resistant plastic, so you know it's going to last and it's going to look good. Check out the website. It's kittyagogo.com. Kittyagogo.com. What do you have going on there, Rosie? Um, I have a, a Scottish Terrier. He's black. He's an Aberdeen-style uh, Scottish Terrier, and he's five years old. I've um, The problem with him is that uh, on and off for about a year, uh, I, he's had this skin condition. He he licks his paws all the time, and I started noticing he started scratching a lot, and um, his back looked like he had like some type of dandruff and and loose skin. So mm-hmm. I took him to the doctor, and she says that uh, she diagnoses as, as a yeast infection in the oh, ear okay. canal. She she put the video in his ear, and like we could see the yellow spots. So it, it spread to his back and to his paws and especially under under his mouth, like on the, on his chin. He okay. he there's this crusty style thing that is growing there. Mm-hmm. So he's scratching and and poor poor my baby, but he's it's funny because he finds ways to scratch under the furniture and Aww. and he, Yeah, so so he's he's his fur right now is very short, and I had him all trimmed, and especially under his mouth. I just left okay. the, the top part of his mouth so so that he wouldn't lose his personality, you know. So, um, and then I, the doctor recommended some uh, medications, of course, and a couple of shampoos that I that I used. Okay. And it it kind of and uh, it kind of went away, and it came back, and then it's been like that. This last time I took him, uh, she gave me two shampoos this time. And I wrote down the name so that I could tell you what I'm, what she recommended, Ben Soil. Okay, sure. And Mal Acidic, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Mal Acidic. You got it. Yeah. And an oral medication, Posatex. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my, my worry is that it's been going on and, and I'm thinking I might be doing something wrong because, you know, I haven't been able to help my poor baby with that. Mm-hmm. So my, my question was that how do I prevent this to happen? Or is there, I, I was wondering if there's um, like a home remedy or, or something I can do different so that he doesn't have sure. this problem. A lot of good questions there. And now you said um, your baby's also on an oral medicine. Is that a yeast medicine? Yes. Ah, that, that one, you know, the little bottles of pills, I, I was not, I did not ask what exactly it was, but I okay. gave him a pill in the morning, or one, one at night. Okay, and that, super. And that went on like for two weeks, and it's still, he still has okay. that. So, so. 
All right. Now, if we're talking about a pet who's having yeast infections, and we're not just talking limited to the ears, but also elsewhere in the body, the number one message that I could tell you is that yeast is rarely the sole problem. It's usually a secondary problem. And some of the common problems that can cause a pet to have a recurrent yeast infection in the ears or on the skin are problems such as allergies, food allergies, and even some hormone problems. So if we don't address those problems, we may very well see failure or a common reoccurrence of the yeast infection. So, and uh, I like the idea that you're using a lot of different kind of methods. You're using a shampoo, you're using a um, topical medicine, and you're using an oral medicine. Um, and I would say that for yeast, if we're treating yeast that's in the skin, um, that treatment method may need to go on for many weeks and sometimes even months because pets with yeast in the skin, it causes kind of a thickening, an odor, a nice kind of foot smell to their body. And um, just like a person who has athlete's foot, you can't treat that and cure that within a short period of time. And many times it'll take months, um, weeks upon months to, to get those kind of fungal infections under control. So we have to approach dog yeast infections the same way when it's involving the skin. So um, that might be something is to really look at, you know, have we treated long enough with the oral medicine? And in my hands, I often will treat for at least a month for skin yeast infections uh, using that oral form, sometimes longer. And then uh, making, making sure that we're using that topical shampoo regularly as well because that helps to loosen the debris on the skin and we try to get that healthy skin below. Um, so until you get that dry flake and all that kind of thickened skin out of the way, um, we can't really expect healthy skin to, to be able to, to defend itself, if you will. Um, and, and I would say that the underlying causes are so many times we overlook this because it's expensive and it's kind of a pain in the neck to have to do more than what's currently right in your, you know, in your face there. Um, but it is important. So things like you ask, what can you do at home? Well, yeah. I'd ask your veterinarian about what kind of food can I feed that might yeah. help my pet? And in many cases, I'll prescribe a hypoallergenic diet, something that's in, say, a novel protein line, food that your pet has not seen before. Maybe it's a venison-based diet. Um, maybe it's going to be a duck-based diet. Um, but I'd ask your veterinarian if that's an avenue that you can go down, because in many cases, that single step can make a big difference for pets with chronic skin disease. So I'd look at that. And then I'd also look at doing things like fatty acids in the diet. Um, it's a good, simple thing to try and to try to help uh with all these other modalities to try to help that skin. Um, so I think we've got a lot of potential options here. It's just kind of a matter of um, making sure we're committed to the duration of the treatment, that we don't give up, and that we're really looking for those kind of underlying problems that could be throwing a wrench in the system. <laughs> and uh, and I, I, uh, I like treating smelly skin because I feel it's so rewarding, and I love the calls when people call back. After I've treated a good um, skin infection or ear infection, they say, it's a joy to be around my dog again. And I can sleep in the bed with them because I don't smell like old feet when I get up in the morning. So um, there is hope. And I know I know that um, there is success with many of these pets. It just takes a lot of diligence. So. Rosie, stay the course and we wish you the best of luck. Thanks for calling today. 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. 
It's time for your Sweet Scoop Minute with Doc Halligan. Let's talk about litter box training. The first step in successful house training your cat is making sure you have the right equipment. There's a lot of choices regarding litter, and some cats like certain kinds over others. Go with the unsettled litter because some cats or kittens really don't like the scented litter. If you have cats at home and you're bringing in a new cat, make sure you provide an additional box for each new cat. Now, the placement of the box is really important because it needs to be in a relatively quiet area of the house with minimal traffic. But you want to make sure that that box is easily accessible and not too difficult for your cat or kitten to find. Now, if you have a kitten and you're trying to train it, what you want to do when you see it stop playing and it's starting to sniff around, then just gently carry it to the litter box. Also, first thing in the morning, last thing at night, just simply gently pick your kitten into the litter box. So if they have to go, they'll use the box. Most cats, they just need to know where the litter box is. They like it to be clean. The other thing is you've got to make sure you have enough litter in there. You should have about two to three inches in the box so that they can kind of dig around in there. I'm going to tell you the number one reason why cats aren't using the box is because it's too dirty. So you really want to keep that box clean. That means cleaning it at least once a day. This was a Sweet Scoop Minute with Doc Halligan. Sweet Scoop clumping litter stops odors instantly, clumps fast and firm, and tracks less. Learn more at www.sweetscoop.com. Looking for a natural solution to litter box odors? Try Sweet Scoop, the natural clumping litter that stops odors instantly, clumps fast and firm, and tracks less around the house. Unlike clay litters that are mined and never decompose, it's chemical-free and 100% biodegradable. Sweet Scoop lasts longer than other clumping litters, and thanks to their patented process, Sweet Scoop works continuously to neutralize litter box odors, no matter how many cats you own. Learn more at www.sweetscoop.com. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Geico presents Fan Mail to a Pig. Dear Maxwell, first off, I really enjoy your commercials about Geico's app. I watch them over and over and over. They make me both laugh and very hungry. Weird. Anyway, I just want to let you know how Geico's new claim status updates on the app really blow me away. Getting those updates makes me think of you. I'd like to thank you in person. Just send me your address. All the best, Big Bad W. Sure thing, Big Bad W. I got a pen. It's 802, not going to happen lane. Claim status updates just a tap away on the Geico app. Fido Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews, along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. Hi, this is Joy Behar on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your pets. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com.
I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, just like you get stressed out, you know what? Your pets get stressed out, too. Whether your dog or cat suffers from separation anxiety or fear of going to the vet or just even a hectic home environment, calming your companion, it's an important part of maintaining their health. And there are some natural ways that you can help your pet unwind before the stress takes its toll. You buy some good bubble bath and you guys sit together and read a book. No, that's that's not what you do, but it's kind of what you do. Sometimes all a pet needs in order to feel at ease again is a little massage specifically designed for cats and dogs and it can reduce their stress levels. You just apply gentle pressure to certain points throughout the body and it can reduce tension. Also, calming music. It has the same effect on animals as it does on people. Classical music in particular has been found to lower breath and heart rates in stressed animals. What you want to be careful about is aromatherapy or the diffusion of essential oils in order to relieve stress. Because if you do go that route, you have to use caution. Only purchase 100% pure essential oils that are designed for pets and make sure your pet has access to plenty of fresh air because it can choke them. Administering the oils incorrectly can lead to serious health problems. A Rutherford County school teacher has been charged with animal cruelty in Tennessee for shooting her neighbor's cat, according to the police department. Catherine Duke, who was 41, charged with aggravated cruelty to animals. It's a classy felony. She admitted to shooting her neighbor's cat with a pellet gun. The poor cat had to be euthanized because of the wounds. And I guess she did it because she was tired of it using her kid's sandbox to go to the bathroom. The owner, Donna Crony, said the family pet, an 8-year-old orange tabby named Carly, of course, it was her husband's favorite pet, and he's devastated by this. Crony said she thought the neighbors had a good relationship. She even took fudge over to them for Christmas. Well, Duke was arrested and charged accordingly. And uh, the Rutherford County Schools say that she's been on medical leave since this incident. She's scheduled to remain on medical leave through the end of the school year. Uh, teacher's probably not going to be working again. One by one, the bushy-tailed residents of Moscow's parks have been disappearing. The problem, Russians have gone nuts for pet squirrels. Moscow authorities bolstered security for all of the city's green areas after city officials said they've gotten multiple reports of squirrel poaching. Poachers can be fined up to 20,000 rubles. That's about $573 in American money. Noting that squirrels were of little use for their meat or their fur, most of them were resold as pets for about 144 bucks each. There's a, a Russian website right now selling squirrel pets. Very sad. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at animalradio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit fosterandsmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. I just sneaked into my kids' rooms and took temperatures while they're sleeping, thanks to my Exergen thermometer. All I did was swipe their foreheads for a few seconds. It didn't even wake them up. My sister, the nurse, told us about the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer, and it's the best. Real value for the money and truly a lifesaver. Now I don't have to deal with ears or rears, if you know what I mean. I'm Dr. Frank Pompey, founder of Exergen. Thousands of hospitals and clinics rely on temporal scanners. I'm confident you will, too. The Exergen Temporal Scanner. 
Pick one up at Costco and other fine retailers or visit us at exergen.com. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 888-679-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 888-679-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional professional installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $24.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 888-679-MY-TV that's 888-679-MY-TV cancel the cable cut costs and get more call now 888-679-MY-TV that's 888-679-MY-TV Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. on Animal Radio. Live simply so that others may simply live. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. Stole free one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Old Dream Team is here. Dog Father Joey Volani. Dog Father uh, Joey Volani. Dog Trainer Alan Cable and Doctor Debbie all here answering your questions. <laughs> yeah, why do you laugh uh, at my foibles? I don't know. You're funny. <laughs> Odds are that I'm going to screw up one way or another. You know that. Yeah, Vegas has a line on that. We have on the phone with us Kim Freeman. She is a certified cat detective. Now I've never. I never really knew that there was a certification for cat detective, but I can tell you if this is her picture. Is this her picture right here, Judy? As far as is I this know. You? Yep, that's me. You, I got to tell you, you're one hot lady there. <laughs> Just ignore Hal. He does this all the time. He embarrasses us. <laughs> well, He's no. got to tell you that. He's got to tell you whether you want him to or not. Well, the thing is, is that, you know, we we have a lot of cat people on that talk about their cats and the cat things that they do, but they're usually not lookers. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, Hal. cat people. Yeah. So you are a cat person, and I am too. And you're good looking, and you you're actually certified to find lost cats because you're a yeah. lost. Tell us how you got involved with that. Is I would imagine maybe you had a personal experience. You lost your cat, I guess? Well, actually, I didn't lose my cat until after I had been trained. So luckily, I knew what to do. Oh, so you found your cat. Yes, yes. Oh, good. Well, how were you trained? Well, I, I took a course back in 2006 with a woman who had been a bloodhound handler for missing persons. Who is that? That is Cat Albright. Cat Albright. Cat I was going to say, okay, she's yes. been on our show many sure. times. Yes. Yeah, she is uh, the missing pet partnership. It, so it, she, she really pioneered this field a uh, long time ago. And she lost her dog, her bloodhound, and had to use a friend's bloodhound to find him. And that's how she got started. Now, what do they teach in the class to certify you? I, I can't imagine what they would teach. But uh, And how well, long is that? Um, it's a lot of it is about uh, displaced pet behavior, what animals do when they're in a place they don't know. Um, but there's also tracking, you know, and there's you, you learn bird language and um, kind of how to read the signs of the environment. Um, and, of course, profiling so that you know the personality of the animal. You can predict the probability of what they've done, what's happened to them, and where they're likely to go. 
Now, a lost cat acts differently than a lost dog, doesn't it? Yes, definitely. Um, lost dogs generally will roam, and whereas cats will hide. So let's say I lost my cat. I call you up. What are the What are my options? What are you going to say to me? Well, um, depends. If you're in my area, I'll ask if you want me to come search. Uh, the first thing we do is profile the cat, and that gives me a better idea of, you know, how long has the cat been missing, what's their personality and temperament like. So first we, we gather the facts, and then we do a probability assessment. Where are my cats likely to be, you think, just by profiling right. it? How, exactly. How they're going to behave. If, they have, if they're an indoor-only cat that's escaped, you know, run out the door, versus an outdoor cat who just didn't come home. Since you don't live near here, what are you going to tell me over the phone? Generally what I do with people, I've, I've helped people all over the world find cats just by doing the, the profiling and then help them, coach them via email. Um, I have a book that's how to find a lost cat for people who can't hire someone and just need to know what I would do if I were there. Is it true that when cats get lost, oftentimes they're really actually pretty nearby? Yeah, it, it, it is true. It depends, again, on the personality of the cat. But generally, uh, especially the indoor-only cats, will be very close by. They'll, they'll look for the first place to hide. How often do you find that cats would end up, say, being picked up and end up in the shelter versus where the pet owner has to find them out outdoors on their own? With cats, with dogs, it's very frequent. But with cats, it's actually pretty rare. Um, I think I saw a story about a woman who found her cat two years later at the shelter. Wow. She had given up on her on her missing cat and was ready to adopt. She went down to the shelter to look for a new cat, and there was her cat. Yeah. So, what's your success rate? Do you do you know? Well, with with indoor cats, it's very high. They're much easier to recover because there are less options of what's happened to them. They're going to be close by. Uh, the outdoor cats, you know, sometimes they roam too far. Sometimes they'll like jump into a car. We had a cat who climbed on top of a ladder truck, like a, a Mr. Fix-It van, and rode an hour on top of this <laughs> van through traffic into another county. And they were really, really lucky to have found that cat because they happened to know the guy. And he was at their house for dinner, and he said, I had a cat on top of my van and jumped down. You lost a cat. I wonder if it was that one. <laughs> Did you... Uh... So, yeah, that was that was a lucky one. That was lucky. Wow. Did you see the story here? Uh, I just did this last week in the UK. People are being warned to keep their cats indoors because of strong winds. Apparently, there were several reports of cats being swept away by uh, strong gusts. <laughs> Flying away, huh? Uh, that that would be a tough one to find those little kitties, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> Yeah, generally they'll hide. If the winds are coming up, cats are pretty smart about taking cover. Generally. Not in the U.K., I guess. (laughs) Maybe not. (laughs) Well, we thank you for hanging with us today. Kim Kim Freeman, she's a certified cat detective, and your website is lostcatfinder.com. Lostcatfinder.com. The book called How to Find Your Lost Cat. Read it before you lose your cat. Like I said, if you're planning in the next year to lose your cat, yeah. Or this is a this is a must read before you do that. Kim, thank you so much for hanging with us. You bet. Thank you. Well, back to the phones at one eight six six four oh five 
8405 in just one second here. You know, <laughs> you know, I was just, <laughs> my voice won't, yeah. I was just thinking. So, you heard about how they were going to have the campaign to shoot all the stray dogs in Russia? I, I thought they already, I thought they were They were, were doing poisoning that. them. Yes. Well they, well, they had been doing this, I guess, as a regular basis, but why are they looking for other creatures to bring into their home if they've got all these stray dogs running around? Why not just adopt a stray dog instead of bringing other creatures in that don't belong in the house? Go figure. A weird situation over there. Stuff we would have never figured out had there not been Olympics. Right. What do you know about? You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Matthew Harris, a researcher at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, has discovered chickens with something extra. Teeth. Lots of teeth. Some scientists believe that ancient genetic DNA tendencies can resurface after being dormant for years. Tooth growth in birds has been researched, debated, and often ridiculed for 200 years. Harris and his partner were researching a mutant strain of chickens who rarely survive when they discovered the teeth, which look a lot like baby teeth and alligators, which happen to be birds' closest living relative. Why these particular chickens develop teeth is unknown, but Harris says it's like finding gold in a bathroom. Or finding teeth in a chicken, I guess. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Nobody knows the pain. You like the way I hold notes. You do. You're really Mr. Cole. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Kitty and Go-Go, bringing you six attractive litter box options in colorful designs, especially suited for smaller homes and apartments where the traditional litter box is pretty much an eyesore. Available at kittyagogo.com. Check it out. Kittyagogo.com. And as I always say, put that in your web browser correctly because there's a site that's just a little off from that that has nothing to do with kitty litters well it does have it does actually have litter in it how's there right now i uh, it was an accident joey volani how are you doing (laughs) i can't complain guys i'm doing okay i'm doing okay and i'll do even better when i can um solve this woman's problem about her shedding cat Oh really? Um, yeah, a, we got a, we got a little cat question. Um, I had a um, Martha, and I can't pronounce her last name. I'm not going to even try. But Martha lives in um, Virginia, and um, she um, has a, a Maine Coon cat. Are they known for shedding a lot? Yeah, they will. They'll, they'll shed longer um, fur, but um, yeah, they definitely they definitely will shed. And um, a big part of the problem right now is because what she's saying is it, it's shedding a lot more than, than it has in a long time. And this winter has been so brutal and so cold that the heat has been on probably a little bit higher than it normally is. And what's happening is it's it's drying out your, your cat's coat. So you're, you're getting an abundance, an abundance of excess of extra hair. There's not all that much you're going to do, but we can definitely, definitely reduce it a lot. Now, the first thing besides... Besides brushing and combing, and brushing and combing, that's the essentials. Okay, you got to brush, you have to comb, and with a, a long-haired cat like this, you're going to use a brush which is called a slicker brush, which has bent pins, and that's what you're going to use, and then you're going to go back through it with a comb. If it's a real short-haired cat, you're just going to use a regular rubber curry brush, and these things you can buy in any pet store, any of your local pets 
Smart Pet Co. Wherever, wherever you'd like to shop for your, um, you know, your pet products. These are stuff. This is stuff that's readily avail- available, and you can find it just about anywhere. Here's the big trick. We gotta add hydration back to the coat somehow. And the easiest way to do that is just with water. Water works wonderful. Put it in a spray bottle. Now, our cats sometimes don't like to be sprayed. And it's not the water, it's the sound of the spray. And all of a sudden you may startle them. So if you're gonna do it, just take a wet sponge, you know, get it, squeeze out the excess water, run it on your, on, on over your cat, and then, and then comb through it. The other good thing about it is it's gonna clean the coat a little bit. And then you can run your brush and comb. What's gonna happen is you're gonna work that moisture back down into the coat. So everything that your home environment is sucking out, you want to put back in there. And you're going to notice automatically is going to be a um, big reduction in shedding just with that by itself. And then with the brushing and combing on top of it, you know what? It'll be bearable again. But you know what? Everyone needs to realize pets shed no matter what. You're not going to stop it. So we can reduce it. We can make it a little bit more... um, um, tolerable, but that's about all. That's about it. They're going to shed. There's no quick fixes. There's no remedies out there that's going to stop it. But if you do what I'm telling you, you're gonna you're gonna like it a lot more. It's not going to be all over your carpets. It's not going to be all over you. You know, just a little bit. So we can reduce it. Hmm. Gotta love it. You know, we all shed. I even shed. I shed a lot. <laughs> that's right. You, but, that's uh, right. Yeah. With that with that hair, I'm sure you do. We we need to spray you with a little water and and um and, and comb it through. Yeah. I don't know. You might startle him. That's right. It'll be fun startling him. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. Hey, everybody. This is Brett Michaels, and I just want to say you, right now, want to take... Wait, give me the line again. My brain skipped. <laughs> Brett Michaels... I just have one of my brain hemorrhage brain farts. Oh, Go don't ahead. do that. Don't do that. I don't want to be responsible for that. Trust me. It's me. Go okay. ahead. Animal Radio. Brett Michaels Animal Radio. You've got it. I knew the Animal Radio. Like, okay, here we go. Hey, this is Brett Michaels. You're listening to Animal Radio, and take care of your pets. They will rock your world. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Okay, we got a caller. Oh, we do have a caller. Okay, maybe we should take that call then. What do you say, Judith? Hey, Jeremy, how are you? Oh, not too bad. How about yourself, sir? Very good. Please don't call me, sir. Where are you calling from, anyway? New York. New York. What? Not my choice. Not your choice. <laughs> okay. So what's going on? Well, I just had a question for you guys. Um, about uh, a little over a year ago, I rescued a husky that somebody had been uh, beating the crap out of. And uh, I talked, he's been doing pretty well. But I've been told by several people, and i got to be careful with what medications I give them, because I've been told by several people they think he's an actual uh, hybrid, you know, where he's actually uh, a lasting dog crossed with a uh, wolf. Yeah, wolf hybrid, okay. Hybrid. I, uh, I got anything that a regular canine can handle, you know, any type of prescription medication or anything like that, he won't mm-hmm. be able to handle, and it, w- it probably would end up being fatal to him. So uh, I've got to check and see if Okay. Yeah. And you know what? In general, um, 
wolves uh, or wolf hybrids and dogs, um, you know, kind of handle drugs the same way, with a couple exceptions. Um, just sometimes I do find that the wolf hybrids can be a little bit more high strung sometimes in the, at least the office setting. So sometimes they have a little bit more tolerance for um, uh, sedatives, um, just because they're a little wired a little bit more. Um, but there have been some reports with um, some medications, um, and, and one being um, ivermectin. Um, and that's mostly kind of an individual um, basis. Ivermectin, just so everyone knows, is one of the medications that we use when we're treating things like mites. We use that in high doses. Um, and then in um, heartworm medications in a very low dose. Um, so it's kind of not for every wolf hybrid, but it has been reported in a couple. So the thing that I'd like to mention to people who have wolf hybrids is that it isn't the breed and it isn't the being a hybrid that's the concern. It's that we may have some kind of genetic similarities to some other domestic dog breeds um, like the Collies. So a lot of uh, shepherds, um, Australian shepherds, German shepherds, um, Shelties, they are breeds that they can have a type of mutation with a gene where they can't handle certain medications well. Um, and I have um, heard of this in some wolf hybrids. So that's something to be aware of. But the good thing is, you know, things like ivermectin that's used in regular heartworm preventatives, it's a very super low dose. So okay. even... Even these breeds like the, the shepherds and the collies who have this mutation, they can tolerate the medications for heartworm preventative just fine. It's only when we get to the, the higher doses that we use for things like demodectic mites, um, where there's 10 to 20 times the regular dose that you'll find in the heartworm medication. So that might be the specific things. But for in general, I, I would say you don't necessarily have any specific concerns. Now, some folks, um, you know, with some of the breeds, like to know in advance, um, you know, so with uh, certain breeds, they can test for the MDR1 gene to see if they have this sensitivity. Um, so that might be something to consider. Um, and then certainly just being upfront with your vet um, because uh, there's some legality with uh, um, the wolf hybrids when it comes to things like rabies vaccination in, in many states. Um, and, uh, you know, and I'm sure, you know, if there's a way that we can check that and DNA test him, that would be one great thing to do, too, just to find out if he is a, a hybrid uh, ancestry. Not at $700. I don't think so. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> and, yeah, and does he have um, any of the characteristics that you might believe that he is of a uh, wolf hybrid? I've heard it, it's got the he's got the real long uh, narrow face, but uh, I, I really can't tell. He's got the, he's real uh, real submissive in his uh, in his behavior, but I have a feeling that's because we've ever had him before. Like I said, it's somebody really beating this dog is something fierce. I mean, first time I reached mm-hmm. out for his collar, he tucked tail and cowered to the ground, shaking. So somebody mm-hmm. is really beating this animal pretty bad. So mm-hmm. I've, I've always done rescue dogs with a, a mainly black lab, so this is the first time I've done a done a husky rescue. So. Uh-huh. Um, you know, yeah. Maybe it was just the breed that I'm not used to, or you know, or maybe yeah. Well, they definitely just hurt Yeah, definitely both very energetic breeds from Labradors and Huskies, and uh, uh, just a difference in the hair coat, man. <laughs> oh yes, I learned that one the hard way. Now it's time to change the wardrobe again. I cheated with the black lamps. All the all the wardrobe went black. Now I got to change everything again. Well, thank you well, for thank your you call. So much. Appreciate it. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. I Jinx. love huskies. I love labs. 
Well, once again, it has just flown by. Thank you so much for hanging with us today. Don't forget, you can ask your questions all week long from the Animal Radio app for iPhone or Android. Download it now. It is a free download, and it isn't more than just the show and questions. It's vast resources. I I suggest you get it right now. Alan, have you downloaded the app yet? Of course. You know, I'm, I I can't believe it's over. It's it's, it's done. I mean, it's, what that's is, it. What is going on? What, what is happening here? It just blew by like that. Two hours. Oh. You make it go by so fast. You know, I check the website every day, though, you know. You do? Yes, animalradio.com. I go there all the time, and I just look at myself. You're so weird, Alan. You know, I think I liked you better when you were congested and sick. You didn't well, just time to play on. the game. Will it lick me with Dr. Debbie? Okay, yes. Can uh, we wrap it up with one. that? Yes, okay. The Tasmanian bug beetle from Uganda. Will that lick you? I don't know what that is. Me neither. I just made it up here. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think that it would. No, no it I wouldn't have think a tongue. So. Uh, let's see. Who else? Um, uh, I, I'm, I, you know what? I didn't prepare for my bit. <laughs> there you go. Alan Cable once again prepared. Did his homework. Show prep. Mm, the king of show prep. I do all this preparation for the show and try to get everything right. And does everyone help by prepping? But no. It was it was a beautiful show and you did a wonderful job today. Oh, thank you. And I want to thank Kim Freeman and Amram. We'll catch you next week for more Animal Radio on this fine station. Bye-bye. Bye. See ya. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. This is Animal Radio Network.